It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. It is a Thursday drive, 95.5 Wine Country Radio. Time for the Brew Ha Ha, brought to you by Epicenter and the Victory House and, of course, Russian River Brewing. Herlinda's here. It is the drive, Brew Ha Ha. Peter Lopez, our friend, is back. Good to see you, man. How are you? Uh, this is actually the oh, new partner. Oh, um, uh, you're Ignacio. I'm sorry. Yes, my name is Ignacio. All right, pull that uh, microphone right up to your face. Thank you. You don't need the headphones. He's also known as Nacho. <laughs> I like that. I, yeah, I thought you would. Oh, where the hell's Peter? Oh, there he is. Yeah, he's Peter. Uh, that is Peter. Peter, grab the middle mic. Okay. You don't need the headphones, but uh, put the microphone right up to your okay. uh, your right mouth. Uh, and yeah. Peter Lopez, uh, founder of NorCal Beer Geeks, as you know. And um, Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Right. Awesome beaner. Good to see you, Peter. And Ignacio Ruiz is here. They now have Santa Rosa Pizzeria at 500 Mission Boulevard. Guys, that is cool. And you've brought pizza and, of course, beer. And uh, how does the beer tie in, Peter, with uh, Santa Rosa Pizzeria? I mean, what are you guys doing? Well, I have a long history here in uh, Sonoma County, specifically Santa Rosa, of working with beer. I was the co-founder of the NorCal Beer Geeks. I think the first time you had me on. It was with that. Yeah. Correct, yes. We were putting on a uh, festival for Sonoma County Vet Connect. I went on to put on a lot of uh, different events, big festivals. And then I did the beer blogging for the Press Democrat for about two and a half years. That's I right, yeah. went on to open up a tap room called Juncture Tap Room and Lounge. That's been open for a little over six years. And I wasn't busy enough, so I decided to partner with uh, Nacho and uh, bring Santa Rosa Pizzeria. All right. When did you guys open? We've been open for about a month. At the pizzeria We've on been Mission open. Boulevard. Correct. Yes. So what made you and Nacho uh, hook up to do a new uh, pizzeria in Santa Rosa that also features, obviously, great beer? I, I think I'll let Nacho talk a little bit. Nacho, okay, uh, you want to tell him? Well, uh, Peter, uh, I know Peter for a long time. I uh, used to own a restaurant in Peraluma, Jerome's Barbecue, and Peter was my sales rep. So I know him for a long time, and then we... Uh, lost connection and then one day we reconnect and a few months later he asked me you know hey you know this is a place over here it's been closed and what what uh, did, did it, what did it used to be before you guys took before it us it was zimmy yeah and, yeah, and yeah. Okay, okay for a long time steve i think you'll re- remember barolo's barolo's pizza they yeah. were there for about 15 years yeah, so that's okay. the location yeah. that we're in right now very cool all right. Uh, so, so right there, uh, Nacho, Peter, go ahead. Peter uh, invite me, and uh, we take a look at the place, and we talk about it. And less than a month, we start working on it, and now we're open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, for me personally, I love the idea of supplementing our simple but tasty food program that I already had at Juncture Taproom and Lounge. And if I was going to do that, the thought of a pizzeria down the street and partnering with somebody like Nacho who actually owns Art's Place. He's the controlling partner of Art's Place. Remember uh, the Pasta King? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, so, so yeah, so Nacho's yeah. the controlling partner of Art's Place now. Oh, cool, man. So Thank when you. I thought about partnering with somebody to open up a pizzeria, obviously Nacho was my first choice. And uh, Peter, uh, thinking of pizzeria, what experience 
had, had you had or do you have? Well, um, well, I consider myself a amateur ruled class judge because I love okay. pizza as much as anybody I know. But um, that's amateur and what I consider myself. That being said, um, pizza is probably my favorite thing to eat. And I know what I don't know. So that's why I hooked my wagon. to You know, I hooked it up with Nacho because Nacho knows everything there is to know about making a great pizza. I know what a great pizza should taste like, though. Nacho Ruiz, uh, co-owner with Peter Lopez of the new Santa Rosa Pizzeria on uh, Mission Boulevard. And uh, Nacho, give us your pizza experience. Well, uh, my first job. I was 15 years old when I started working uh, an Italian restaurant 15, in Cotari. Right? Yeah, 15. <laughs> yeah, 15. <laughs> um, it was called Mediterranean Cafe down in downtown Cotari. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, that yeah, place. Okay, yeah. Spiro was my, uh, pretty much my teacher. Uh, he teached me how to make pizzas in there, and I learned the Italian uh, food cooking in there with him. And been learning here and there uh, different... Uh, concepts but uh, i mean i do already i already do pizza at uh, our place we make pizza in there and pastas so when peter told me about the pizzeria something like say okay easy you know yeah exactly right. do that and also keep in mind steve that working you know under artibletto who's an icon when it comes to italian food Completely, here in Sonoma county yeah. i mean that's a good place to you know for for nacho to kind of really dial in his uh, pizza learning experience so I, you guys talk about what's happening at santa rosa pizzeria not only with the beer but obviously with the pizza and and you know it, it's not just pizza you're doing other uh, yes uh, we also do some and sandwiches things. and salads what yeah. I want to know is, are you doing Artibletto's raviolis? Nope. No. So um, Nacho's very respectful of the fact that Art's kids still control the Pasta King name. Yeah, they do. So there has to be separation. Nacho's always been very respectful of that. So we're going to honor that and, and not touch that as much as I would love to. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lasagna. Yeah. But to answer your question, Steve, uh, we do have beer. Um, it's not 20 taps like Juncture Tap Room. We do have four constantly rotating taps, but we have a lot of options in cans as well. We have wine, which I know uh, Steve <laughs> prefers the wine over beer, so that's a must. And um, I think for me, like, of course, the food has to be great. And, and again, partnering with Nacho, I, I was 100% confident that that was going to be the case. For me, I would say that the, the, the most fun I had was coming up with the names. So we named... All the pizzas, the sandwiches, everything after something Santa Rosa iconic. You know, so um, I'm talking the neighborhoods. So we have a South Park, a Rincon Valley, a Fallon Grove. We named one after, um, I want to say he's one of your Hall of Famers, I think, Jerry Robinson. Yes, he is. Yeah, so Jerry Robinson, we named one the Uncle Jerry. I the called him an Raider asper. player. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. played for the Raiders, played in the NFL yeah, for years. Yeah, he's in all years. the time. Yeah. He's an amazing man, and when I asked him if we could name a pizza the Uncle Jerry, he said he was honored. So just to kind of give you an idea, I mean, we named, you know, we, we named uh, something after the parks, Howard Park and Annadale. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that, and I actually can't believe that there have been this many pizzerias over the course of so many years in Santa Rosa, and there was never a Santa Rosa pizzeria. That blew my mind. Yeah, I know. When I saw the name, I thought, well, there must be another Santa Rosa pizzeria, but no, there's not. Yeah, no, we, yeah. Che- we checked with our lawyer before, <laughs> before we pulled the trigger. So. <laughs> well, because you learned your lesson on the I, I learned that one the hard way, yes. yes. Nacho, talk about the pizzas that you're offering and all the ones that, uh, that Peter just named. I mean, what, what kind of stuff are you doing, uh, you know, culinary-wise with yeah, pizza? Well, we, we use uh, mostly our, uh, double O flour. So it's the flour that usually you will use on a good fire oven. 
But we use it this uh, so it's not like a thick crust. You know, it's like not like New York style either. It's kind of like in between. But the thing with this is like um, you can play with it. You know, if someone wants a thick crust, you can make thick crust with it. And if they want someone want a thinner crust, you can also do it. What about gluten free? You guys doing gluten free crust? Uh, I know not that's yet. a big deal. Okay, that's yeah. a, I know that's a big deal. Oh, in you know, County. the hell with you, gluten. <laughs> <laughs> you gluten free people <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> 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 what the right. hell is gluten? And does anyone know? Even people it's who say, "Oh, I'm gluten free," you know. Protein. And I said to somebody one time, "Steve, we're gonna have to do it either way." They said, "They said I'm gluten free," and I said, "Do you know what gluten is?" And they go, "No, but I'm free." Well, be free, but Jesus, yeah. We've, you know, had, we've had enough people ask for gluten-free to where we have to think about doing it. It seems like uh, lately it's not been just because they don't like it. It's been like a health issue. Yeah. Like some people can like yeah, can eat it. I understand. Gluten, you know? My daughter is very allergic to it, unfortunately. Yeah. So she get, doesn't get to drink beer, so I drink the beer for her. Sounds convenient <laughs> for her. <laughs> yeah. so well, beer beer her actually Linda, does have some gluten. Her Linda, talk about uh, Peter Lopez and uh, what you know about him. Him and the whole brew thing. Well, Peter Lopez is one of the kindest people on the planet. Um, I always say that, and it's true. Um, everybody in beer knows him. Like they, he's been doing the NorCal Beer Geeks Festival, which is like one of the best beer festivals ever. Besides, when we worked together on the Rate Beer Festival, which was absolutely incredible as well. But um, you know, he's been doing that. He's a he's a father. Uh, he's been doing his own podcast, interviewing people like. Uh, Jerry Rice and uh, me, and uh, but also it's like people like people from all over Sonoma County, and he's been doing Juncture. Like he opened up Juncture right before like the fires, and then the power shutoffs. And I the, couldn't have picked course, the worst time to open that tap room. I'll tell you that. Like, Amen. Yeah. Four months after opening, but Juncture is still fires. happening. It's still alive. And, and Peter, talk about Juncture. Give us some history and, and exactly what it is and how people can experience it. I consider it a family-friendly tap room. So what makes me happy is when I have all generations. And even, like, our list and what we offer, it's really geared towards having something for grandpa, dad, and, you know, the kid that just turned 21. Uh, we have our very own Charlie Brown statue out in the back. The kids love coming in and taking pictures with it. So... Again, I just want it to be a safe place and, and a place where everybody feels comfortable coming in and enjoying. Obviously, I have you know a love and a passion for craft beer and wine. I actually started in the wine industry and shifted towards beer. So um, when I first started Juncture, um, I had named it Confluence. And the whole, whole idea was figuratively it was where my two rivers came together under one roof. So again, when, <laughs> when I said I couldn't have picked the worst time to open... We're talking the 2017 fires, the power outages, forced name change, and you know there's been a lot. But uh, but you know I'm I'm very grateful that we have an amazing neighborhood and a good group of regulars that just keep you know they keep us alive, they keep coming back. And explain again to everyone uh, where Juncture is. So Juncture is literally at the juncture or the corner of Mission and Montgomery, very very close to Howard Park, Spring Lake. Right. Um, and, you know, it's uh, really like where Rincon Valley and Bennett Valley come together. That is true. Yeah. We're literally at the corner. That's where all of that comes together. And all you can the get trails. your car washed. <laughs> What's that? You can get your car washed. Yeah, you can get too. your yeah. car washed, drop off your car, and come over and have a beer. That's where I go to get my car washed. I have to get to, into uh, Juncture. Yeah, no, please do. Yeah, we we have a pretty nice wine list, Steve. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to entice you. 
Well, I know, I've heard that. Yeah. What, one of the things, actually, that you hadn't been doing as much, but now, I, I, the only band I, maybe I just focused on this, you have this incredible, crazy band called Igor and the Red Elvis. Yeah, man. <laughs> I sent you guys a video link on it. I saw them back in, like, 2001 or 2002 in San Francisco, and they are crazy, and they are so much fun. Oh Peter, talk about that. For anybody that doesn't know about Igor and the Red Elvises, they're about as much fun as you could have in one night. So just a you know, quick, like long story short, Igor and the Red Elvises, they went on Star Search. And for the youngsters listening to this, Star Search was American <laughs> Idol and The Voice before there was anything like Ed that. Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon was on it. Oh and um, So Igor and the Red Elvises, they actually won Star Search. And they took the money that they won from Star Search, bought a van, and started traveling the country. They have, for lack of a better word, they have a cult following. These guys show up, and then like the place gets packed. And why are they the Red Elvises? Well, so um, Igor, um, in, you, know, you know, I might not get this completely right, but I believe he was born in the Ukraine and went to college in Russia. But he's gotcha. from that area. Okay, yeah, Super yeah. thick accent. And I think, you know, kind of ties into his homeland. But uh, he says that one night he had a dream that he was supposed to play American rock and roll. And he came to the United States of America and started doing it. It's a beautiful thing. Dressed yeah. up. Crazy guitars, um, and they're really, really, they're super, they're super they're, good. They're so much fun, Steve. Um, I'm telling you, anybody that's ever seen them, they make it a point to come back and watch them. The it's first time that we got them, it fell in our lap. Um, we sold both times. Now, this will be our third time. Uh, the first two times, we sold about 100 tickets, which is a comfortable amount for our patio. So, yeah, no, that's good. If you're wanting to join us, don't wait too long because uh, the concert is this Saturday, and we've sold more than half the tickets. And so. what's the website? So uh, you should, well, to be honest with you, I'm kind of bad at updating the website. We but, all are. <laughs> but, but I'll make sure I update it um, as soon as I get back. But you can look up juncturetaproom.com, uh, but Facebook and Instagram, Juncture Tap Room. Yeah. And then if you want to email me, if that works best for you, and you want more details, juncturetaproom at gmail.com. But pretty much if you make it an effort to call or reach me on any of those platforms, you're going to get me directly. I'm going to post a link to the Brouhaha Facebook page as well. Yes, and well, you should. It's The Drive Brouhaha. Her Linda's here, Peter Lopez and Ignacio Ruiz. They have just opened Santa Rosa Pizzeria at 500 Mission Boulevard. What are your hours over there, guys? Uh, we open uh, noon to 8 right now. Oh, that's We're good. We're looking forward to spend the hours a little bit later, you know. Uh, and with uh, <laughs> deliveries with Uber, we can start doing from 11:30 to 8:30. So we're already kind of working out there and getting a little bit more of our hours. And is it uh, Santa Rosa Pizzeria dot com? You got a website? Or um, we're working on that website right yeah, now. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, we're, we're one month in. So, if people want to find us right now, uh, of social media for sure. And then if you Google us, we're already getting good reviews. So I, I appreciate that. It is Santa Rosa Pizzeria. They have opened about a, about a month ago. They're at 500 Mission Boulevard in Santa Rosa. Peter Lopez, Ignacio Ruiz, Santa Rosa Pizzeria, and uh, Herlinda. We're going to give away two tickets to the Red Elvises. Oh, cool. And that's this weekend? It's on Saturday. The concert starts at 7 p.m. We're going to open the doors at 6 p.m. And Santa Rosa Pizzeria is going to be doing the food. Oh, cool. So, right. yeah, this Where is a true collaboration. 
Now, uh, Herlinda, I'm going to uh, ask you again. We talked last week. You had just gotten back from uh, London or Liverpool, actually. But reiterate. I have a present for you uh, from Liverpool. So I went to the Cavern Club where the Beatles used to play. This, they actually the, first played is, at the... You do so many great trips, but this one was uh, extra special. The most special. Th- and I went yeah. completely by myself, um, like not knowing anybody there. I mean, I kind of did. I mean, I knew the manager of the Liverpool Beatles Museum. But uh, Steve Jackson is a guitarist. I think he plays some piano and stuff as well. Mm. And I brought him a guitar pick from the Beatles ca- the Cavern Club. The Cavern Club in Liverpool. Bless during, you. Thank during you. During the International Beatles Film Festival. Because I was doing carry-on only. I'm very proud of myself. So I didn't bring any alcohol back, um, liquid back. But I could fit a guitar pick in my bag, no problem. <laughs> Thank you. I <laughs> and appreciate I know you play, it. So. All right. So but explain the whole thing. Uh, your whole trip in it was Liverpool. Uh, so uh, I, had been, uh, I had been to Liverpool last year after judging the British Pie Awards in Melton Mowbray. Um, so I took a train. Um, they have such a great train system in the UK. I took a train to Liverpool and um, just kind of on a whim. And um, I was I was with a friend at the time, and we're both Beatles fans, and just went for it. We were just going to go for the day, and it was so cool and so much fun. I hadn't been there since 2011. They built it up big time because of the Eurovision was there yeah. uh, a few months ago. And so they were like totally re- you know, building it up. And I became friends with the manager of the Beatles Museum because cool. I met Pete Best um, in Petaluma at the Mystic about 10 years ago, I guess it was. Uh, yeah, and I still, <laughs> you've mentioned that before, and I still go, what was Pete Best? His whole band was playing here, Doing including his brother. Doing at the Mystic brother. Theater in Petaluma. Yeah, his brother, yeah. Rogue Aspinall, who's Neil Aspinall's son. You're right. Was, he co-played drums with him. They played drums side by side. And so I told the manager at the museum, I've been following Pete Best on Twitter and, and everything. Um, he's 81 years old, and he's, he's very active on Twitter. Um, or X, as they call it now. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> So he remembered me, and... Um, he had sent me an email with an invitation to come uh, see Frida, good old Frida, who was the Beatles fan club manager who became Brian Epstein's secretary. Um, yeah, now, yeah. she started as the head of the Beatles fan club At back, way back in the day when she was 17. She was 17 years old. And then old. wound up working for the Beatles manager, yes. Brian Epstein. And then for Apple uh, Records, so that the Beatles started. They started their own label, finally, which is because so much of their music got sold. So the, you know, Mike, Michael Jackson ended up buying a bunch of their music, yeah. but the stuff that was on the Apple Records, their own label, did not get sold. Now, that is the way to do it right there, because, like, the Beach Boys lost a lot of their... Yeah. Uh, that way. But... Beatles. So, Pete Best and um, uh, Rogue Aspinall and, and, like, their band members and people of Liverpool, when they found out they were starting a museum, donated stuff like crazy. I mean, they have the radio that the Beatles first heard themselves on in this museum. Wow. And Neil Aspinall, all of his stuff when he died was left, of course. To and explain son. quickly, and I mean quickly, <laughs> Neil Aspinall was a so he, major Neil, player with major the Beatles. Major player, Liverpool guy, a friend of the Beatles, became like their road manager, and then he ended up running Apple Records later on. But he, um, uh, Mona Best, Pete Best's mom, and him ended up, Becoming lovers and having a son together, and who's Pete's half brother, Rogue Aspinall, 
who is a co-owner of this museum, and he is awesome. He's so cool. Uh, but he interviewed Frida. So they these bro- these brothers play right next to each other. How cool is that? That's and then cool. they have the, the like they have the coolest stuff in there. And there's a song that that they just found of the Beatles there. And I'm gonna. There, the manager, um, he said that he would call in soon, and so will Rogue, Aspinall. He oh, said good. They'll call, they'll call in. Yeah, we talked about that last yes. week, so you're making that yes, happen. Yes, going to make that happen. Uh, I, was I can't actually, wait. Yeah, it's been a, been a little bit crazy since I got back, a little jet lag, and then I got sick. But um, So we'll arrange that because it'll be at, like 1 o'clock in the morning. So I'll make sure that they're – he said they're usually No, that's awake nothing anyway. for them. Yeah, but he said that the, you know, the, the Cavern Club plays you know, Beatles bands – all day long, lunchtime still, which is how the Beatles used to play. They play lunchtimes all the way until like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And this Beatles International Film Festival, you would have loved it. There was bands from all over the world. I, I interviewed a band from uh, Jakarta, Finland, uh, this girls band from uh, Nashville called Penny Lane, uh, Penny Lane Nashville, uh, uh, Finland, Norway. It was it was nuts. And, they and were I'll all bet, over. I'll bet when you were in Liverpool at the Cavern Club and uh, all the stuff in Liverpool, you didn't see the Red Elvises. No, no, well, you have to come to Junction for that. I would be surprised <laughs> if they played in Liverpool though, because they are crazy. Uh, I, we'll I get know. back to the Red Elvises, and I want to talk more about uh, the beer. And uh, Peter Lopez has brought mm. some. Uh, what is? Uh, hold on, it's. We've got a cider. Will you put that down? Uh, I'm, I'm drinking it. <laughs> yeah, no, so, so we, we did bring a cider. Uh, we brought a little bit of everything, including a little champagne for my friend that, you know, likes champagne a little more than beer. That's called Pina Colina? That's Pina Colina. And uh, this is by Humboldt, Humboldt Cider Company, one of my favorite okay. cider companies. It is. They actually... That's I, what her Linda's sucking down is the cider. <laughs> it's the <laughs> cider. But um, the, the Humboldt Cider Company, uh, the owner, Tom, was one of the last guests... At the previous station he, before he you guys last, shifted. He was our last yeah. guest. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I, I, I thought it would only be right to, to bring back a little humble cider for good luck at the new Very location. Cool. Our guest today, Peter Lopez and Ignacio Ruiz. Uh, they have just opened Santa Rosa Pizza, Pizzeria about uh, a month ago on Mission Boulevard. And, uh, of course, Sir Linda is here. And guys, talk more about the pizzeria. It's been about a month. It's on Mission Boulevard. And... Uh, you know, I mean, it's a cool place for beer and pizza and sandwiches. Yeah, definitely. Uh, being the Bruhaha show, we do have to mention that we do have, again, like, you know, it's a limited beer selection on draft, but we have a lot of really awesome can selections. A lot of the limited stuff that you're not going to find just anywhere. So that's the tie in with the Bruhaha show. Also, you know, obviously, I have a long history of working uh, here in the beer community. But I'm really, really excited about the Santa Rosa Pizzeria project and teaming up with my friend Ignacio. So I really want him to tell you more about the pizzas and, and his passion about it, really, because uh, it's his passion for making food that really got me excited about it. Well, thank Nacho, you go. Nacho, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, we, I, I love pizza, you know, but um, I've been trying that New York-style pizza. is too thin to me. Sometimes um, they add too many toppings and... The dough just cannot hold it, you know. It flops over, right? Yeah. Well, especially for the thin crust. And, you know, I I was born in New York, grew up in Detroit. But, yeah, uh, some of the New York pizzas, it it gets to be, uh, whoa, slow down, people. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. You know, so so, uh, this is 
probably more like you say Detroit style, you know. But uh, and I'll talk about Detroit style, and we were talking about this off air, uh, Peter yeah. and you guys. You know, the Detroit style pizza has become a thing in the last few years, and it's apparently pretty big. And I've been doing some research on it, having grown up in Detroit, and I'm going Detroit pizza. What? Are, what do you? you I, I'm curious to hear what Nacho's going to say. Yeah, but I just have to say real quick that. When people say Detroit style, they're basically saying it's not as thin. And it's definitely not as thick as Chicago. Well, and see, and my whole thing uh, over the last year or so, looking at uh, what they're calling Detroit pizza, I'm thinking, this is just people in Detroit going, well, there's Chicago pizza. <laughs> yeah. And they've cleaned up over the years, so let's have a Detroit pizza. What no, do you I know about it, the Detroit pizza? I think pizza? it is what uh, we are talking about here, you know, that you try... The Chicago style is too much of the dough. Oh, yeah. I'm not big into deep dish pizzas. <laughs> I, I'm not I either, mean, I've had know? a few great Chicago style deep dish pizzas. Yeah, but, but overall, no. Overall, no. Yeah, it's too much dough. You can really taste the ingredients on it. And as I say earlier, you know, on New York style, too thin. So the, I think whoever started out with the Detroit style, like work in the middle in there, you know. I think it's more of a perfect combination of the dough, the sauce, the cheese, ingredients. And you can actually taste everything when you bite into it. And, and, and it, is it made? It's it's not a thick crust like Chicago. No. No. I, I think the biggest difference and the reason why we just went ahead and started saying, hey, we invented our, our own style. It's the California style. Is because I think Hurley's going to mention that the Detroit style usually comes in a more squared it's, shape. It's rectangle. Yes. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, so therefore, we're kind of taking the Detroit thickness, but we're just going to start saying that we're doing California style pizza now, <laughs> yeah. just to make it easy. Or Santa Rosa style. Yeah, we're doing Santa Rosa style Rosa pizza. Pizzeria. We're taking the best of all but, of it. But the Detroit one, what they do also, and I and I've had it. There's one in Sebastopol that does it. They they do the cheese all the way to the edge of the crust, so it gets burnt and crispy. Yeah, I Which saw that. Yeah, that I that I can vote for. I can get behind uh, crispy cheese. I still say, <laughs> my people in Detroit were just going, well, Chicago pizza, New York pizza. We need a Detroit pizza. Let's come <laughs> up with something. Right. <laughs> you know, I think so. The people of Detroit deserve it. I mean, I agree. The, the teams and haven't given them a lot to be excited about lately. I hope. I think the Lions are going to turn the corner, though. The Lions hey, are playing right now. Yes, they are, and I'm recording. My Detroit Lions. They're going to turn the corner this year, Steve. They did last year. No, I mean, they're, they're going to be in the playoffs this year. I, I can smell it. They are. And uh, as I've been saying all day, against the Kansas City Chiefs, the game uh, began an hour and a half ago, thereabouts. Uh, they're either going to win with a field goal, as, a goal as time runs out, or they're going to get completely embarrassed. And either way, I don't care. They're my Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know? <laughs> but the team is happening now. I don't feel that bad for you. I'm a Raider fan. It's been rough oh. for a long time. Raider. So, yeah, mi- misery likes company. <laughs> I refuse to say the LV word. Every time I say the uh, Raiders, I say the Oakland Raiders because they'll always be the Oakland Raiders. I think to me. this is a perfect segue to bring up the fact that we named one of our pizzas El Rancho Tropicana. Ah. And for anybody that's been in Santa Rosa for, I don't know, 30 plus years? More than that. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably close to When the 40, Raiders right? trained at yeah. El Rancho Tropicana. So for those listening right now that have no idea what we're talking about, the El Rancho Tropicana used to be a hotel slash resort uh, that 
um, I guess it's where the, the Costco. Costco, right? Costco, the Costco yeah. Shopping Center. It would is, be right yes, now. it is. Yeah, That's and the Raiders cool. used to train there. I um, mean, so we just thought it'd be fun to name something after that. No, the that's Raider cool. The Raider fans catch on to that right away. The rest of them are like, El Rancho Tropicana, what, what's that about? And the restaurant was called the Broiler Room. So you have to have like a pizza with like steak or something someday. Peter Lopez, Ignacio Ruiz. They have started Santa Rosa Pizzeria. They opened about a month ago, and they're happening on uh, Mission Boulevard. It's 500 Mission Boulevard. Correct. Correct. And uh, talk more about the food and what you guys are doing. We've talked a lot about the pizzas and everything, but and you're doing sandwiches and obviously great beer. Yes, as well, uh, we're doing salads and um, calzones. Also, oh, really, calzones. That's ballsy for you folks in California. <laughs> it's a hell of a calzone, though. It's yeah. really good. I, I'm going to have to come in and check out a calzone because I'm Italian, right. and I was born in uh, New York and grew up in Detroit, and I know my calzones, so I'm going to have to check this out. Because I've never been real happy about Anytime. California calzones, but I will check you out. Okay. What well, I want to know is what's in the Raiders, the, the Tropicana pizza? The Rancho Tropicana, it's basically a uh, Hawaiian combination, but we add caramelized onions to it. Okay. It's uh, the Canadian bacon, pineapple, and caramelized onions. And it also features Santa Rosa Police Department. Uh, They're bringing the Alcazar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Rosa Police Department badges on the pizza because... Oh. It was the Raiders at the El Rancho, for God's sake. Oh, I should have known that. <laughs> they were, uh, they were uh, causing major trouble, Did you ever and it was have a beautiful thing. On the radio, like back when you, because you were doing radio back then when those guys yeah. were playing. No, I did. They used to cause And I hung out with some of them. Yeah, those are the stories he's, he's yeah. saving for the podcast. Right, I, can yeah. see, I, I can see it, yeah. <laughs> I cannot speak about that on the, on the radio. Inter- you need no. to interview Jackson on your podcast. That would be amazing. About that, those Yeah, days. we need to talk. And what is your podcast? So I started this podcast about a year ago. I called it At A Juncture Podcast. So I bring in people that have experienced a good amount of success in their, you know, whatever field it is that they're in that can share with other people how they figured out how to get over, under, or around the obstacle. So it's supposed to be an inspirational, motivational Peter, podcast. Peter, that's beautiful, man. I've had uh, Jerry Robinson, the team doctor for the Golden State Warriors, presidents of colleges, Herlinda Harris uh, <laughs> came on. And, yeah, I've had a really good time and a, a lot of really good feedback. All right, we need to talk more about that. And, again, it's available wherever great podcast uh, For right is now, available. Podbean and Spotify. I'm keeping it close to my heart. It's more of a passion project. And okay. uh, once I feel like, you know, I've – Worked out all the kinks, and I think I'll, I'll unleash it on the world and put it on iTunes and everything else. All right, cool. And we'll, we'll talk more about that. Spotify. <laughs> Are we ready to give away some tickets for Igor yeah, and the Red yeah. Go ahead. At Juncture this Saturday? Yeah, so uh, I'll just, uh, again, remind everybody, Igor and the Red Elvises, Juncture Tap Room in Santa Rosa. The doors are going to open at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7 p.m. Santa Rosa Pizzeria will be there with the food. It's going to be a great time, guys. 21 and over? No, this one's actually family-friendly. I mean, oh, yeah. Cool. Are, are, they, are they family-friendly? I don't remember. No, they're, they're pretty family-friendly. They're okay. pretty family-friendly, So they've yeah. grown up since I last saw them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty family-friendly. Um, a lot of times when we do, like, the later events, they become 21-plus, especially the comedy because you can't control well, these comedians. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no way you're going to get them to... <laughs> but again, yeah. explain about the Red 
Elvises. Igor and the Brett Elvises, a lot of fun. I mentioned it earlier. They won Star Search, took the money, traveled the country, built up this cult following. They're so much fun. I mean, they're talented, but they're just fun. They're fun. Over and over and over, he'll keep yelling, who's your favorite band in the crowd? You, Brett Elvises. They've got a bunch of albums, too. I mean, they they're on do. iTunes and stuff. I sent Mike a link, but... They've got at least seven albums. Uh, oh, the, oh the, they played at the Lagunitas Beer, beer Circus, They too. did. Yeah, they played at the Beer Circus a while back. And uh, so uh, I think one of the songs is something like, I want my Honda back or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and they're, they're just telling his ex, I want my Honda back. But they're the Belly Dancer song songs. is my favorite, which mm-hmm. is one of their oldest All right, songs. it's a great show coming up this weekend. Yes. And uh, it is uh, for a free pair of tickets, 585-9999, 585 Nine 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 nine. What's that number again? <laughs> <laughs> it is the Drive Brouhaha. Peter Lopez, Ignacio Ruiz. They have now opened Santa Rosa Pizzeria on Mission Boulevard, five hundred Mission Boulevard in Santa Rosa. Guys, uh, we're going to have you on again, and, and both of you, thanks for bringing some pizza. And congratulations. We're bringing the calzone next time. I gotta try the just call to entice zone. you to bring us back sooner yes. than later. I am the calzone expert. I spent all my summers in Brooklyn. With my mafia uncle and <laughs> yeah, now, my now, aunt. now, now, and you know we used to have a Sunday dinner would be the uh, typical major Italian Sunday dinner, and they were all very wealthy mafia people, and we'd have this incredible meal, and then the men would uh, loosen their belts, lie on the couches, and and pass out. Yeah, and then about nine o'clock, they'd order pizza and calzones, mm. and I, you know, I'm like eight. 12 years old during this time going, holy crap. Yeah. This is amazing. But, you know, <laughs> I could pig out without having to loosen my belt and lie on the couch. But they'd always bring these calzones in. And the calzone is unbelievable. So I can't wait. 